You're listening to Boot Boy Radio. Pride, style, and unity since 1969. Rudy, 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 Rudy. My name is Neville Staple, also known as Judd Roughneck, and you're listening to Chris Watts. Hot up! Revival with me, Chris Watts. This evening we're looking forward to the Skarma Festival in May. At the start of May, it's going to be happening on May the 4th to May the 6th. We're going to hear from many of the main artists that are going to be performing there and also hearing from Rudy Mills. Too bad. Walking down the road with a ratchet 
from the album Scar Crazy that's Johnny Too Bad his version of the Slickers song there yes of course the Neville Staples band will be there as always always great to see them live they do all the special songs that we all know and love like Gangsters Message to You stuff like that
your number one station with Rude Boy Chris Watts. Rude! We've stopped that train. They're also going to be at Skarmouth this year. A great duo. I remember seeing them last time and they wore these really amazing brightly coloured shirts and I actually had one of these myself as well but I didn't wear it the same night that they wore it and I was like imagine if I would have wore it the same night. <laughs> Who are you? Should be mindful of You run for refuge And were rescued That's a fact 
Cole with Rough and Tough. He's also going to be at Skarmouth in Great Yarmouth for that weekend from May the 4th, the Thursday evening of that week till the Monday. I'm not there for the whole of it, so I'm really hoping I get to meet Stranger Cole. I'm not sure when he's on. The only evening set that I know about, which is on the Thursday, is the ladies' night, which is Susan Cadogan and Christine Sugary Staple. As for the rest of it, so far it's not been announced, so... You're going to have to have a look on the website yourself. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And we're actually going to hear from Susan Cadogan next, a couple from her. Hurt So Good, you know that one well, don't you? So I think this next one, I love this one, actually. I'll give this a spin a lot. Oh, 
Susan Cadogan with Hurt So Good, and before we heard that, we heard another one from Susan, which was, of course, Love Me Baby. Yeah, I really like that one. That doesn't get played very often. Up next, we're going to hear from Christine Sugary Stable, because she's going to be performing on the Ladies' Night at Skarmouth as well. Original Rude Girl Scout! Grab your partners and make we do the Scout! Scout! Trim down your hair, put on your suit, show the world you don't care It's time for the party to start tonight Show them that you're rude, show them that you're right Get ready cause it's time to move your feet and skank Come jump and bounce around to the original root girl sound To the original root girl sound Trim down your hair, 
Give it to me one time. Oh! This is Toots of the Matrix. You're listening to DJ Chris. Give it to me one time. Oh!
Funky Kingston by Toots and the Maytals. I hope you don't mind me sliding in a little bit of classic reggae. Yeah, it's a shame Toots won't be there. He's one of those performers I would have loved to have seen live, that's for sure. Sadly missed. Okay, we are going to hear now from Rudy Mills. This is an interview I did with him. Uh, quite a few Skarmouths ago, actually. I can't remember when it was exactly. But this is him speaking about his songs that he's very famous for. John Timeless music. And obviously, we've got to talk about John, uh, John Jones. When you recorded that song? Uh, yes, that one is a long story. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> Well, uh, before that, uh, I uh, should say, uh, I grew up in an area called Almondtown in Kingston. And in Almondtown, you had lots of singers. You had uh, the gay lads. You had Dobby Dobson. I don't know if you guys remember Dobby Dobson. We had Carl Dawkins. We had Oris Andy. We had uh, the Sterlings, Lester Sterling. I, I think he plays uh, uh, saxophone, and uh, his brother plays sax too. And then uh, he has another brother, Keith Sterling. He plays keyboard with the Whalers and uh, Peter Touch. So, you know, we all were together in that area. And uh, then, uh, we had a group, I had a group with three guys and myself, four. One of the guy knew uh, Jackie Opel. Don't know if you guys ever heard of Jackie Opel. Great, great, great singer. And he came to live in the area. And uh, one of the guys says, hey, we have a group. So he says, yeah, let me hear the group. So he heard us and uh, he started writing songs for us. And we backed him up in some of our songs. His, uh, some of his songs, pardon. And uh, after that, the group split up, you know, but I kept going, you know. And uh, I had a friend who was working with Federal Records, and uh, he told uh, Derek Harriet about me. So I went to Derek Harriet. I think that was about two years after Keith and Tex. And. Uh, Derek listened to some of my songs with another guy from the Paragons and uh, they asked him, uh, Derek asked the guy from the Paragons which one of the songs he should record, you know? So the guy says, a long story. But a long story, when uh, I started singing it for them to listen to it, the girls in the shop, who sells in the shop, one of them burst out into laugh, you know? Like you say, what is he saying? Hey. When I say, whoa. <laughs> and so, so after the record came out, she hugged me so much because uh, the record was doing good, you know? Because she get paid by working, uh, you know, at the shop there. So, um, Long Story was a song that, uh, you know, gave me my household name, household, as a host, oh, Rudy Mills, you know? And then John Jones now, uh, one day I was walking through a, a park, you know, and uh, I just burst out. I just said, 
John Jones. <laughs> and I said to myself, what next now, you know? And I said, you son of a gun. <laughs> and so I started to build around that, you know? So it just came to you then? Yeah, it just came to me. Just walking and, you know, because uh, things always pop up in my head, you know? And uh, even before that, uh, the Aces, how the Aces started, they started with me. Because I used to write songs, we used to go in a park and we used to rehearse the songs to sing. And uh, we went to Beverly's, Leslie Kong, and uh, Jimmy Cliff was the guy who listened to your songs, you know? And he would say to Leslie, oh, this one is good, that one is good. So we sang a few songs to him and uh, he liked what, what, what he heard. But after, after a while, while we was there, Jimmy Cliff came over to me and says, you don't need those two guys. The song you have is, is great, you know, by yourself alone. But I, I didn't want to, you know, leave the guys in the lurk, you know. So uh, <clears throat> we, uh, several times we went to studio to record and they say time run out because Leslie Kong was recording the guys who had music out there already, hit songs, you know? So we, we were sort of going and, but the time when we were supposed to record, my father got a job for me. So I was more sure of the job than doing the recording. So uh, I went uh, and uh, got the job while James and Barry, they went to the studio and they were waiting on me there, but I didn't turn up. Desmond Decker has had songs and he need backup. And so they back him up. So that's how they become Desmond Decker and the Aces. But after that, you know, I got my break from Derek and uh, it's history. Yeah, and it's amazing with all those singers back then. I mean, in the studio, it was sort of, you know, like with Motown, it's that kind of thing, I think. Uh, yes, because uh, uh, actually uh, most, most of the, the singers when we started, we were singing uh, songs from uh, Motown collection. Even Bob Marley started singing uh, like uh, songs from Impressions and a lot of other groups, uh, you know, so... Uh, uh, we were mostly covering uh, rhythm and blues song, turned them into reggae, you know, ska, whatever, you know. So uh, that's it. And, and when you recorded John Jones, how many takes was that? Actually, it was about it was about three three takes. Uh, I remember it was on a Sunday evening, you know. And uh, Junior Mervyn what, what was with, with, with me, you know, and I think Ethan Tex, and uh, about three takes, because uh, we did it and we went outside, uh, take a break, come back inside, you know, and uh, we pounded, man. <laughs> we did it, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that uh, you guys are, after 50 years or so, you guys 
have this music going, man. I, I, I never knew today I would be here uh, in Yarmouth, you know, presenting this to you guys, you know. And it'll always live on. Put your hands together for Rudy Mills. Thank you.
version of that song because you would have heard John Jones a lot by Rudy Mills obviously because it's his song but I thought I'd give that one a spin madness with their version of John Jones from that really good album they did of Scar songs what was the name of it uh, it was called The Danger Men Sessions, Volume 1. It's a shame they never made Volume 2 and Volume 3. I really enjoyed it, actually. I mean, the originals, you can't beat the originals, but it's nice to have something new to play, if you know what I mean. Some people are asking me, Chris, you're going to be at Skarmouth. When are you going to be there? What evenings? What sets are you doing? Well, so far, all I know is I've got Friday night in the V Lounge at 8 o'clock. That's all I know so far. So if you want to join me for some great music, I'm going to be playing some ska and some reggae. Come and join me in the V Lounge from 8pm on Friday evening. All right. Get ready. You're in heaven when you hear Big Seven.
tried it once, but it wouldn't work out Cause the pussy catch a fire Seven. There's actually a really good tribute to Judge Dredd um, at Skarmouth at that weekend, and he's called Flo. Flo's Judge Dredd. I haven't seen him before, but I'm told he's absolutely fantastic. It's like Judge Dredd reincarnated. <laughs> A girl who works on the farm If you listen to me, I'll tell you a yarn Always asleep by ten o'clock At six on the dots It's up with the cock Up with the cock Up with the cock At six o'clock It's up with the cock To milk a herd of jerseys At seven's her first dip She warms her hands to please the cows When she gives a pull on the tip Pull on the tip, pull on the tip Up with the cock, up with the cock At six o'clock, it's up with the cock So weak a smelly job is when she cleans the yard Scraping up the cow dung Yes, life on the farm so hard It's so hard, it's so hard Pull on a tick, pull on a tick Up with the cock, up with the cock At six o'clock, it's up with the cock was in the field one sunny day, ploughing all alone. She caught her foot in the driving chain, it made her scream and moan. Scream and moan, scream and moan. It's so hard, it's so hard. Pull on a tick, pull on a tick. Up with the cock, up with the cock at six o'clock. It's up with the cock, God! It's time to 
harvest corn sunshine is just a trick But when the weather's nasty It has to come in quick Come in quick! Come in quick! Scream and moan! Scream and moan! It's so hard! It's so hard! Pull on the tick! Pull on the tick! Up with the cock! Up with the cock! At six o'clock! It's up with the cock! Do you love the cult movie Quadnophenia? Because they're actually doing a great Quadnophenia night. Yeah, this is with Gary Show, who was in the movie, and also Drew Stansel, who is the events organiser of Quadnophenia Night, which is a live club and theme night, a tribute to the iconic movie. So it's going to be really good. I don't know. I expect they're showing the film. I remember last time. I didn't get a chance to see it, but I think they're showing the film. I've seen it before, obviously, but they're going to show it at Skarmouth. And then I think there's sort of going to be a Q&A. I don't know exactly, because as I say, the schedule isn't out yet, but I love Quadnophenia, one of my favourite cult films, that's for sure. Quadnophenia, aka Spider, how's it going, Gary? Good morning, everyone. So, with Quadnophenia, tell us, how, does it, how did it all start? How did you get the part of Spider? Um, I left college on the Friday, and on the Monday, I got a phone call from my new agent who said, uh, Had I ever heard of a band called The Who? <laughs> and I said, I think my dad has. Um, and then I went down to Soho to meet the casting director, Patsy Pollock, and Esther Charkham. And they said, um, we'd like to, um, that, that was like the first wave of auditions. So they were seeing everybody. Um, and I went in and sort of showed off a bit. And uh, they asked me to go back to meet Frank Rodham, the director. Um, and he said, um, did I know anything about mod culture and, and everything else? And I said, not really. I was a punk rocker. That was my thing. Um, but anyway, he, he, he sort of thought that I would fit in with the gang that he was trying to put together. And they weren't looking for actors per se, they were looking for characters, I think. So obviously it must have worked because um, by the end of the week I'd been signed up. Yeah, I mean, remind us for people who don't remember, what happens to Spider in the film? Gets the shit kicked out of him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Sorry to bring that up. Oh, sorry, yes. Um, yeah, um, Spider's... A, a, the, he's like the youngest member of the gang. And even though they take the mickey out of him all the time, he's, they're, they're his, you know, he's, he's like... The they're kid. protective over here. Yeah, very protective. So when he gets beaten up, they go looking for the rockers that did it. And that's where Kevin... Beat, you know what I mean? That's when uh, Ray Winston gets it. So yeah, he beats up his mate. Yeah, it's an intense. Didn't want to do so. that, but there you go. No, but the, the actual getting beaten up was brilliant because we did it all night. We we spent all night doing it, and uh, with the um, with Gary Holton. Do, do you remember Gary Holton from Alveda's Um And so Gary was the rocker who was to beat me up, and we just had so much fun doing that. Um, and we were, we were great friends and we were in a band together and everything and, until he sadly died. But uh, 
But um, yeah, so yeah, we made yeah we made lifelong friends on that movie. So and we're still friends today. And what do you think it is about that movie that still even today people just love it and they it's such an iconic movie, isn't it? I, I I really don't know. I mean the thing about it, we didn't when the film came out it got terrible reviews. Um, it didn't really go down well and I, I think it was um, around 93, maybe a bit later, that's when the DVD came out and that's when it really took off and I was working in, I'd given up acting by then, I've got bored with it so I was working in, in, I was writing music for TV commercials and having a great time um, and then I got a phone call um, and my receptionist said there's a, some guy on the phone wants to talk to you about some film called Quadrophenia so I picked up the phone, he said, is that Gary Shale? I said, he said, is Gary Shale who played Spider? I said, yeah, that's me. He said, oh, well, we're holding a, a launch for the DVD in Brighton. We'd love to take you. And we all got on the train and we hadn't seen each other for about, I don't know, 10 years. And we're all sitting on the train thinking, what the hell is this all about? You know, we're all flying down to Brighton and thinking no one's going to be there. And when we got there, the, the place was packed and we sort of all looked at each other and thought, well, hang on a minute. Um, and now, you know, it's just, it's, it's part of my daily life, you know, so, um, yeah. The way of life is the... Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've met so many people because of that film, and, and even today, I mean, you know, being here, this, when I, um, they're over there, actually, the, uh, the Staples, um, you know, when they invited me to this, I was just so chuffed, because it was like, you know, the 50th anniversary of Trojan as well and the 40th anniversary of the Lambrettas and the 40th anniversary of Quadrophenia, so it's all come round really. So. A lot of landmarks, and I read in the programme that you used to have a really big collection of Trojan rare reggae Yeah, no, that was, that's you. the thing, that was my thing. It was like, you know, um, I think the first um, Trojan record my mum bought me was Young, Gifted and Black, Bob and Marcy, you know, and I still love that record. And, you know, all the Trojan, you know, you know, the more Trojan you had in your record collection, the more parties you got into. So, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a big part of my life. So, with the film, as I said, it's so iconic, people love it today, but as you were do doing it, you probably didn't realise what you were onto, did you? Um, I, was, I did a radio interview once with um, Chris Evans on Radio 2, and they had a, a phone in, and someone said, so, um, did you know that when you made Quadrophenia that it was going to be iconic and that you were, you know, it would be as big as it was 40 years later? And I said, yes, I did actually. I said, I can remember my mum waking me up on the first days of filming and saying, for fuck's sake, go out and make a cult movie, will you? Right? And you don't, you just have no idea. I mean, we, when we made the film, we were just kids. I mean, I was 18. Um, Phil Daniels had his uh, 19th birthday while we were doing it um, and we just thought this is brilliant and also you know meeting Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey they were superstars um, you know real stars um, and so we knew that they, it, that it was special we knew that what we were doing was different and uh, you know don't forget like Sting I, I remember this is this is a true story it was about five o'clock in the morning and we were on our way to location down in Brighton and we were sitting in the back of the car and the record of the week was Can't Stand Losing You by The Police. And it came on the radio and Sting was sitting in the back of the car and he turned around and he went, that's me, that's me, listen to this, listen to this. And we all went, you're joking. And we were like, God, that's really good. And it was like, so no one, you know, the first time we went to see The Police, I think it was at a little club in Covent Garden, there was like 12 people there and it was us. 
you know, within two years he was playing in front of three quarters of a million people in Guatemala. So, no, you know, it was a, a special time for all of us. Yeah, and the soundtrack, I mean, by The Who, it's one of the best, isn't it? One of the best movie soundtracks, I believe. Um, the first time we ever heard that, and we, I was round at Trevor Laird's house, the guy who plays Ferdy, you know, in Gun Out. Um, and we sat down and he said, oh, we've got the album, we've got, you know, we should listen to this. And we put it on and it, astounding. I mean, I think it is, without a doubt, that it's... so much to the movie, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, uh, Townsend, what can you say? The guy's a genius. So, a um, bit of a nut job, but a brilliant, <laughs> great. A lot of them are. <laughs> That was a little interview clip I did with Gary Shell at a previous Skarmouth when they had a Quadnafenia night. They're going to be having another one. This time it's even bigger and even better. I expect the Ace Face will be there as well. Yeah, he knows who he is if he's listening. Yeah, he's fantastic. He always dresses for the occasion. Let's put it that way. He's like the Ace Face sting out of Quadnafenia. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> and you can come up to me, you know, have a picture, have a beer. Yeah, get me a drink. No, I mean, it's always a great time. I really enjoy Skarmouth every year. It's fantastic. And I always can't wait to go back. There's one, as I say, from the 4th of May and one later on in the year in October, I believe, where Eric Donaldson will be performing. You're listening to Boot Boy Radio. Pride, style, and unity since 1969. This is the number one station that rules the nation. Hello, reggae fans. This is Roy Ellis, Mr. Simrip. And you're listening to Chris Watts, Reggae Hour. Lick it back, jump to the top, conqueror. Lick it back, Chris Watts. This is Chris by Reggae Hour with a letter Reggae Power. Lick it back, Chris Watts. This is Chris by Reggae Hour with a letter Reggae Power.
Eric Donaldson with Cherry Oh Baby. Fantastic. Yeah, he's going to be performing at the next Skarmouth. Not this one in May, the one in October, I believe. I believe that's when the next Skarmouth is. Yeah, looking forward to seeing him perform live. And we're now going to hear from Dennis Al Capone. Listen out for Eric Donaldson on this one. My name is Rabo. Poi, poi, poi. Al Capone guns don't argue. Living on free food tickets. Yeah. Water in the milk from the holes in uh, the uh. When the rain came through. Oh, yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Ooh. My name is Al Capone. And I'm defending the love of the common people. Never offend. Because I, Al Capone, will defend. With my two sidekicks, Babyface Nelson and Pretty Boy Floyd. Living in the love yeah. of the common people. And I have also with me Kakai Cook and his two big balls. One time. Yeah! Mommy's gonna love you till as much as she can. Uh-uh. It's a good thing you don't have a bus fare. Yeah. It would fall through the holes in your pocket and you lose it in the snow and the ground. Here is some dough. Take it and go get yourself a closet full of clothes. I'd like to see my boys go shop. Yeah! Don't call me Scarface. My name is Capone. And you will live in the love of a common people. Smiles from the heart of a family. Yeah! That is gonna buy you twinkle, twinkle. Mommy's gonna love you till that much as she uh-uh. can. Ah, ah. My baka. She can. She can. We'll drop you. She can. She can. Don't you know? She can. Yeah. Living on dreams ain't easy. Don't call me Scarface. My name is Capo. C-A-P-O. Capone. You know that faith is your foundation With a whole lot of love and a warm conversation Man, don't forget the place I say you better go home You'll be strong And you will live in the love All the phone guns don't argue From the heart of a family Don't let the children cry Are you allowed to tell Al Capone why? My barker will drop you, don't you know? Chris Watts. Yeah. Go on, man. 
with Fu Manchu and before that of course we heard Guns Don't Bar by Dennis Al Capone featuring Eric Donaldson who's going to be at the Skarmouth in October. So looking forward to Skarmouth in May. May the 4th is going to be fantastic. Always a great weekend. I think I've been to about five or six of them now. Yeah, quite a few and I have to say everyone I thoroughly enjoyed. Is there a favourite well, I really enjoyed the one where Simmerip was there. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. We're going to hear from him next. I want all you skinheads to get up on your feet. Put your braces together and your boots on your feet. And give me some of that old moon stamping. Get ready. We've got three million miles to reach on the moon. So let's start getting happy now. Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, before we reach on the moon, fellas, we gotta make sure that everything is thick and strong. Alright? We gotta make sure you shine your boots. Brush your teeth, because the man on the moon looking different 
a man on the herd. <laughs> That's what I say, boy. Now remember, I'm your boss, Skinner speaking. My name <laughs> is Caleb. Right. And remember, I'm the boss. You can see, look on my foot or my feet, whatever you want to call it. You can see I've got the biggest boots. That's all right. Now, when I say sing, I want everybody to get in the room and start singing because we're on the moon. Ready? Son, he was there with me. 
with Alibaba and I tell you something that's just great about Skarmouth wow I'm really plugging Skarmouth aren't I but of course I am I go every year twice a year uh, the thing I love about it is you know everybody there you're like yeah you're right mate how you doing it's like that you recognize everybody from other ska and reggae events that you've been to because they're into the scene and you just have a fantastic time and sometimes you see bands that you've never heard of and you really enjoy them, and you're like, wow, what's their name? They're a really good covers band, or they're doing some really great new material. Of course, it's about the main artists, but without the other artists, the festival, it just wouldn't exist, would it?
say me give you a heart attack Give me a little bass, make me wine out my waist Uptown top ranking Amphiran Donna with Uptown Top Ranking. And yeah, if you love your drinking, Skarmouth is the place to be as well. I must mention that. Um, <laughs> it's quite funny though when you go because sometimes it can get a bit confusing. You're like there at 12 o'clock, say, and it's very dark inside, obviously. <laughs> and you're like, uh, what's the time? I'm on my third beer. Oh, it's only one o'clock. It's like that, really. But yeah, you have to. Well, you don't have to be a big drinker. I mean, you can go back to where you're staying on the park, obviously, and then go back later. Sometimes I do that if it gets a bit too much for me. But most of the time, I'm there from 10 till chucking out time. Most of the time. Mr. Simrip, and you're listening to Chris Watts' Reggae Hour. Lick it back, Jack, to the top, come for 
crazy what? Is this Christmas reggae hour with a letter reggae power? Make it back crazy what? Is this Christmas reggae hour with a letter reggae power? Cliff with The Harder They Come. Such a great movie, isn't it? And what a soundtrack as well, I have to say. And I have to say, Jimmy Cliff is one of the best performers I've seen live, one of the best reggae performers. He was fantastic. Saw him at the Clapham Grand many years ago now. I'm lucky to say that I have seen him. I expect lots of people have, but I mean, there's lots of reggae singers from the past I would have loved to have seen that I unfortunately couldn't see because they passed away, like Desmond Decker, Toots Hibbert. But Jimmy Cliff fantastic he was so energetic the way he moved on stage he was even playing the bongos at one point and i was like wow i was thinking wow he moves better than me and i'm like uh, a quarter of his age 
Seaton with his version of Born Free, which was, of course, a song by Matt Munro. First of all, a great reggae cover of that. I did mention recently, I think it was on last week's programme, that I went to the London Scar Festival, had a great time, went to the Reggae Chart Busters gig on the Sunday. There was Greyhound, Dave Barker, and also the Pioneers. And I'm actually going to play the song that stuck in my head the most from that evening. It's such a catchy tune from Greyhound. This is I Am What I Am. Sunny, my 
Johnny Nash with Stir It Up. I hope you're enjoying the show this evening. Hope you got a nice cold drink of something. And if you want to find out more about the show, check me out on Facebook at The Rude Boy CW. The name of the page is The Rude Boy. On Twitter, I'm at Rude Boy Revival. And you can also find me on Instagram. But for the life of me, I can't think what I'm called on there. Shotgun wedding Cause your father got the gun And there ain't no place to run Shotgun wedding And oh yeah That's a great one you don't hear every day. Roy C with Shotgun Wedding. I'm now going to leave you with an LP, a really great one. Tighten up. I'm just going to let it play because it's absolutely fantastic. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm here same time next week. As I say, check me out at The Rude Boy CW. The Rude Boy is the name of the page on Twitter at Rude Boy Revival. And hopefully I'll see you at Skarmouth.
the people say, these sounds lead the way. It's the order of the day from your boss, DJ, I King State. Hopped it from the top to the very last drop.